At the T-minus three-minute mark, tape recorders on board the spacecraft were turned on. These recorders record both voice and data. WOMMLP operating out of Burlington, Vermont, 105.9 The Radiator. This is Rocket Shop. I'm your host, Bob Cahoon, and with me tonight is Evan David Warner. Hello, Evan, hello. How are you doing? Good, Bob. It's a pleasure to be here. How's it Great. going? So I'm not the usual host. We're doing a little running back and forth tonight to, from the mixer to the host seat, so a little different than normal. Uh, what we usually like to do is start out with a song so people can listen See what you're all, all about. Plenty of those. So. And why don't you play your first song for us? What's it called? Sure. This song's called Green and Blue. Thank you. So, this is a good place to start out with. Where do you find your inspirations for songs, in particular this one? Is this a yeah. written from personal experience? Is this about something or somebody in particular? Or um, Well, it's 
I, I, I was going through some stuff when I wrote it, of course, mm-hmm. like, you know, songwriters kind of, you know, use it as a way to, uh, to cope. Um, but I wanted to, I wanted it to be kind of lighthearted cause it's a heavy song just about, you know, finding peace in the morning, like remembering that there's always a tomorrow, you know, and you see heaven in the morning and you realize, Hey, I'm alive. This is great. Um, but you know, the green and blue, it was, it was kind of like, you know, when I look, when I wake up in the morning, it's a nice bright sunny day. I see big green mountain and mm-hmm. in a nice blue sky. But, you know, in a more simple, less poetic way, I was just really like, I was in my DAW, you know, my <laughs> little logic session. Yep. And I noticed that, you know, the bars were green and blue. So, you know, it kind of all came together. Right. So it all just kind of came together. And I really like, um, you know, messing around with like colors and tastes and, you know, like the flavor of a song and how a mm-hmm. song looks in someone's mind's eye. I really like to paint that picture literally you know what i mean so green and blue was green and blue the, the song is green and is a blue together are you going to start a whole series of of colors of the palette of, <laughs> the palette of evan david warner yeah well yeah it's it's already kind of happening a little okay. bit i wrote a song called pink white orange green okay so there's four down and green and blue there's six so well, when, we'll you, when, a... you, when you start running out, just get out that box of 64 Crayolas, and you're going to be <laughs> just, set for a long time. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> and you'll have the chartreuse and salmon right. next, right? Right, Yeah. Nice. So, yeah, it's really fun. You know, I just like to not take myself too seriously with the songwriting, and the, the ideas come faster that way, you know. Mm-hmm. So. And, and how long have you been songwriting? I've been, I've been songwriting since I was very little. And it started with just like silly little stories, like kind of like nursery rhymes. But, um, you know, some of them were about my sister. You know, she's smelly. She's got a yellow belly. I remember that was second grade. And it was just, you know. And and have you turned it into a band camp single yet? (laughs) It's on the way. It's It's on on the way. way. It's been in production for many years. So, So when you were writing them as a kid, did you have... What did you have a, the music in mind, or was it really more of a song lyric singing kind right. of thing? Well, I always had the admiration for so many, you know, classic rockers and mm-hmm. you know pop stars and whatever crooners. Just as a kid, Beatles as well. But um, it really was just I was just supposed to write a song because I felt like writing a song. I mean, that was basically it. You know, I just. There wasn't, um, it didn't go farther than that until I realized, oh, this is really what I want to do. And I am, I'm getting better at, you know, perfecting a song, mm-hmm. but that didn't, I didn't really feel that way until after high school, you know, okay. because I was still, you know, working out the kinks. Right. Yeah. And so do you find that songwriting is, is something that you have to sit down and do, or do these songs, some, do some of them come to you or, you know, yeah. I mean, is this a deliberate Attempt? It's, or not it's attempt, always but a deliberate. deliberate. It definitely is always deliberate. Like I sit down and I have a, a, a think tank kind mm-hmm. of session where I just brainstorm. But I'm constantly inspired. Constantly right. inspired. And, you know, there's so many avenues for songs. You know, you could write like a silly little love song or you could write, you know, something about nothing and it means everything to somebody else, you know. So it's always... You know, I always sit down with the intent to write a song mm-hmm. and generate some ideas, 
whether it becomes a full song or not, mm-hmm. you know, that takes days, weeks, whatever, years. And how many iterations do you have to go through with a song? Do some of them come out whole, or do they start out as ideas, Sometimes and then you kind of have to yeah. come put them aside and come back to them? You know, it changes. I think <clears throat> the ideas kind of flow through me as if I was uh, like like an antenna or something, mm-hmm. or like or like you're, a receiver. Yeah, exactly. So... It always changes. It always changes. Um, but most of the times, there's there's an idea, and then it takes time to develop it into a fully into a full thing. And sometimes I go to a producer, mm-hmm. and they help me out, and I really try to get second opinions. But then there's other times where it's just magic in a bottle, mm-hmm. you know. And you and I just shock myself, just like, oh, happens. there it is. Yeah. Yep. So. so so that's a good segue into one of the questions I wanted to ask. You traveled to Amsterdam. Yes. To search for collaborators and record. Yep. Can you tell and me? And my a girlfriend bit? lives there too, and she's probably listening. Oh, okay. Hello. 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 What's your name? Lotus. Hello, Lotus. Love ya. <laughs> You're up late, but it's worth yep. it. <laughs> so what? You know. So was she in Amsterdam first, and then you traveled there? Or? Yeah. So okay. it was like, you know, I went over there to scope it out and Mm -hmm. meet her family and explore the city. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of like a holiday thing. And then I started going to college and it was all right. I liked college. I was studying music, but I really wanted to do study abroad. And so I decided to combine, you know, my personal life and my aspirations to be a musician into one, go over there on college exchange. And that's where I met, you know, my, 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 dear friend Mark who is okay. my manager in Amsterdam right now and he's he owns an independent record label and um, we've been working together ever since about two years two years now and so do you find that I mean what what does traveling abroad to a different country and and how does the music industry or scene or just vibe differ over there from here I mean, Amsterdam's yeah. certainly a bigger city, so there's right. that, that aspect of it. Yeah, I mean, there's but, but is more there, is of there a sort scene. of a is there something else beyond just a size difference? Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, culturally, mm-hmm. you know, you get. I mean, you know, Vermont's full of like hippies and folk festivals and you know farmers markets, and of course, there's like an indie college scene as well. But it's it's relatively small, you know, and it's kind of in house more mm-hmm. or less, and you get like Western mass groups or whatever, but. Amsterdam, anything's game. Anything's game. I mean, you can walk into a bar and they're doing drag karaoke. And it's like, great, this is a hell of a night. Or you can walk down the street and there's a punk rock band in an old World War II bunker. Or, you know, there's like the wildest EDM you've ever heard at like 210 beats per minute. It's just crazy. And that would kill me. (laughs) Yeah. So have have you traveled to other cities in Europe too? Or... I've traveled to other cities in the Netherlands. In the Netherlands. Um, okay. And I went on holiday to Croatia, and there's some, you know, cool traditional music there. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, mostly just stayed in Amsterdam and explored that scene. And is Amsterdam sort of a hotbed of music production? Or, I would say or, so. Or do you think it's, you know, one of the major big cities? So that. I mean, I haven't really done a lot of exploring, but you know, for me, mm-hmm. based on first impression. It, you know, I, I immediately just compared it to Vermont and Burlington was like, wow, this is larger, (laughs) you know, there's so flatter, (laughs) flatter, way flatter, but, um, and a lot of bicycles, right? 
mostly bikes. They're trying to uh, they're trying to get rid of all petrol vehicles by 2030. Wow. And you know they got carbon taxes up the mm-hmm. wazoo and the plastic bans up the wazoo. <laughs> so yeah. But yeah, mostly bikes. I biked to all my gigs over there and would show up and have all my stuff ready to go and met a lot of musicians just cruising around on my bike actually so have most of the recordings you've done that have been studio recordings been done in amsterdam or have you um a lot of them have been written in amsterdam okay um and some of them are recorded uh in the offices where you know my label is and then some were recorded just in my bedroom demoed in my bedroom okay um yeah, most of the stuff that I'm working with now was was kind of being demoed there, and now it's being finalized here. Okay, do you think you'll record here, or do you, will you go? Oh yeah, back over and. Oh yeah, I'll re- just wherever I can. I'll record wherever, wherever you are. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you ready to play us uh, another one here? Sure. What do you have? Well, let's see. <laughs> there's this. Um. There's a lot of songs I've been working on that have not been released and this is okay. one of them it's kind of more like a punk punk song with an edge okay um hope i can remember is, is this a, a, a newly written song it is it is Great. it's called japan japan hot and off I, the presses hot off the press <laughs> there you go and i just watched like a an hour long like glimpse of japan's natural wonder where they just have a helicopter flying through and i was like huh. oh, kind of like those pbs like shows of flying over yeah. each state kind of yeah it's like nova but you know <laughs> An eastern place. Yep. So this is Japan. Great. Thank you. Thousands of miles, but there's no time. Years going by, yet you're not mine. Change all my ways for your sweet smile. Open my heart to your sunrise. Sunrise Japan Take me to your sunrise Japan I want to see your sunrise See your sunrise See your
All right, that was Japan by Evan David Warner. Thank you. Thank you. So is this now another place you want to travel to and get a little inspiration from in person? I would love to. I mean, I, mean, I would love to To me, travel. it's a fascinating place. Right. <laughs> I mean, lots of, uh, lots of culture to explore, you know, so and, much. And I have no idea, personally. Very different. Everything yeah. I've seen there, I mean, just some of the... To me, some of the scenes are just so foreign to me. The whole concept of we're going on the subway and it's rush hour and we have people with white gloves right. to push you in. Right. <laughs> Americans Stuffed would in. just <laughs> blow up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's so different. And that's that's kind of the idea of the song is it's Japan from an outside perspective. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you're the pearl of the world stage, gaz- gadgets, gizmos, earthquakes. It's kind of a naive look into Japan because there's so much more. But, you know, lyrically, that's what I was going for. Well, and that's what we see on the surface, on the outside, right? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, yeah, it's all about just longing to check it out, see what's going on. And so that 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 was just from watching a documentary. Yeah. Well, I kind of had it. You know, I wrote down Japan because I was interested in mm-hmm. writing a song about it. But I was like, you know, I really need to feel like I'm in touch with Japan, you know, I don't want to say something stupid, you know, and, <laughs> right. you know, so it's like, let's, let's make sure it's somewhat accurate, you know, and uh, then you heard it. And there you are. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. So that has not been recorded yet. It has not. No, I've, I've been, um, I'm working with a little uh, band in Winooski. Okay. And it's something that we have been playing with. So, so in a little time band of, meaning four piece, right? Traditional guitar, yeah. drums, bass. Yeah, a little rock thing. band. So, so that, that might be a rock tune. I think so. Yeah, okay. it's not really meant for the acoustic, but it works. It, no, it certainly does. It certainly yeah. does. So, is this little band an official band yet, or it's official? It's okay. official. Um, you know, it's just everyone's in the middle of finals. Ah. Gotcha. You know, school always gets in the way of making music, <laughs> especially if you go school. to music for or you go to school for music. Right. <laughs> yeah, you have actual assignments that you need. Right. Right. Like our bass player is a jazz head, and he's, oh, okay. he's studying jazz at UVM. So he's got he's got you know a lot of finals coming up. So he has to put off his music for his music, you know, right. constantly. <laughs> so summertime, do you think you'll ha- you all free up a little bit? Are these oh, people yeah. local enough that you can be doing some things over the summer? Yeah, there's some really exciting opportunities for us coming up. There's mm-hmm. um, and can we name this band? Or not yet? Not yet. Not yet. Okay. No. Nope. <laughs> well, you'll just have I, to let us know. <laughs> right. <laughs> what it's, the secret is. Okay. We we threw some names around. Yeah, we were thinking like Tempo Tiempo. We were thinking like the Goons, the Trucks. So you know, you we haven't settled on a name first we, of all. <laughs> no, we just came up with a lot of silly ideas, you know, and uh, you know, that's one of the harder things to do because you're right. somewhat stuck with it for a while. Yeah, it can't suck, you know. It's, well, it can, it, but, I mean, but, then, can. but then it might not help you. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, there's a lot of pressure, and everyone keeps taking taking up all the good ones, right? In theory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> might as well just take someone else's but that's kind of like saying all the good songs have been written yeah and it's certainly not true every year there's more right so so there's another question for you is you guys seem to have a wide range of influences musically oh yeah you mentioned pink floyd anderson pack tame impala Mm -hmm. is that just because you grew up listening to a lot of different music or you know, where does that well, come from? I think, you know, when I, growing up, I was only listening to, like, bands like Kiss 
and I was listening to a lot of Beatles. So the theatrics and kind of like the the personification of each character in the mm-hmm. band was something that I really was attached to for a long time. In a stage show. In a stage show way. In like right. a in like a arena way or right. like a larger than life recording session way, like mm-hmm. the Beatles. But as time went on, I kind of realized like, oh, there's a lot more out there, and just started dipping my toes in different genres and immediately drawn to funk. You know, like. When I discovered Bowie, I heard fame, and I was like, oh, that's funky. And then I really discovered what funk was <laughs> as I dug deeper, and I was like, then oh, Then you discovered beyond... what Bowie was listening to. Right, yeah. exactly, exactly. Yeah. So it just, it never ends, you know, and um, I love all music. I used to be anti-pop, but mm-hmm. not anymore. I embrace all forms of music, and I, I soak it all up, you know. Good pop can be great. Yeah. Right? I mean, any Any genre has its... I don't know things that maybe aren't the right. aren't the best. A little bit of a dud here and there. Yeah. But. Well, it's all it's all timing and and the place. You know, like jazz works mm-hmm. in most spots unless you're trying to fist pump all night. You know, <laughs> in which case. Yeah. If you're looking to bounce up and down, maybe not in jazz. Right. right. But everything stems from jazz, which is mm-hmm. and blues, which is neat. But you know. And so you're studying music in college too. Yeah. And what specifically, what, you know, specialization? Well, I've bounced around. Uh, I'm always performing, but I really am into, you know, the technical side as well. Mm -hmm. Audio engineering. I have a lot of friends who are into that. Okay. And I'm just scratching the surface. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm just, I've been, you know, preoccupied with my instruments. And now it's like, oh, and the computer helps and all the analog gear helps bring the whole vision to life and i really want to be in control of that so, so you think you're really going to focus on the, the engineering technical side yeah for, for, for a college degree I mean. at least enough so i can you know dictate what i want in mm-hmm. the studio if i'm working with another engineer and i have you know, the terminology the vocabulary and the the know-how to right. really make it come to life and have you seen that already show up in when you go in to record that Wow, I know more, like you said, more what to ask and what right. to ask for. Kind of yeah, thing. definitely. I mean, just just by doing it, mm-hmm. you know, you're you're always getting a little bit better each time. Mm-hmm. You're always you're always learning. Yep. So, and, and do you find it hard harder to record your own stuff or somebody else's? Or, or neither. Uh, I haven't really been faced. Well, you know, I, mean, I it don't depends know how much on recording the artist. You've done. If you know, oh, right? Yeah, <laughs> anybody. Because <laughs> I, I have a friend who produced uh, ODB, mm-hmm. Old Dirty Bastard, and he just would just pee on everything, and you can't really get like much fun. done with someone like that. <laughs> kind of like, ruins the equipment too. <laughs> right. Right. <Yeah>. So, <laughs> but 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 in terms of, of musically, in terms, you know. It, do you do you need to distance yourself from your own music when you're going to record it a little bit to be able to say, yeah, you know, sometimes I, I, when other people have come in, they they say it's a little hard sometimes to say no to yourself, right? You know, when oh, you, totally. you know you don't want to throw everything in there, and sometimes you have to remove stuff, not add stuff. Yeah, and sometimes I'm not the one who can see that, and right. so to step back, mm-hmm. have someone else take a look at it, it's totally necessary totally right. necessary so you know i and i'm sure i'll be 
met with that situation more than once in my life, you know, if I mm-hmm. keep going down this road. But I, that's the one thing that just this year I've learned is like being able to let go a little bit, but still have, you know, the creative control. But when someone else can give you feedback, criticism, that's going to improve the song for the masses. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I when you're so attached to something, it's kind of like the whole love is blind idea, you know. And someone may think, you know, just change this one note and it's going to be so much better. But you're so... Right. No, I put that C- note there. A couple words here and there in, right. the, in the lyric, maybe. No, you can't something. change that the to and, you know. But <laughs> yep. I'm realizing more and more that it's the it's the big picture, mm-hmm. you know. It's just step away. Don't worry. Let let people. Yep. And does know. that ha- So I assume that's happening in your band a little bit. It does. I mean, we. Are, is, is, are you the songwriter mainly for this band? Or is it a. Are we, there other people uh, bringing, bringing stuff in? Or. Other people are bringing stuff in, definitely, and we kind of, we try to piece together, you know, if one person has an idea in A, and my idea is in C, or whatever, and it's like, oh, we'll just transpose one, and then mm-hmm. we have a A and a B, you know, so right. we try to do, it, we try to be as democratic as possible, because it's the mm-hmm. only way to maintain sanity in a band, and also finances when things get big, you know, everyone has their equal share and their equal say, and history, you know, if you look in the old rock and roll archives, you'll see that more often than not, you know, there's a lot of beef between people who are best friends forever and ever. So. Bands implode for many different reasons, yeah. and creative differences is one of them, but right. sometimes it's... And, and so are you the, are you writing the, the lyrics for these songs? Right now I am, okay. yeah. Um, I think they've. I think that ball is in my court okay. officially. Um and, and does the song start with a lyric, or does it start with does somebody bring in music and you start thinking about what does that music make you think of? You know, it's different every time. It's a little bit of both, you okay. know, because sometimes, uh, sometimes I'll come in with half a song, mm-hmm. and everyone's like, okay, cool, let's just finish it up, maybe write a bridge and call it a day. Mm-hmm. Other times it's like, you know, I just have one word, like with Japan. Mm-hmm. I was with It was me and my bandmate, and okay. I, and we were just like, that's interesting. Let's look up a documentary and see where it takes us. And then we just talked. What and a great way to, <laughs> to find a song. Right. Kind of thing, right. So, you know, it just goes back to like, there's always inspiration everywhere. It's just mm-hmm. perspective, you know? Yep. Like if you want to write a song about that candle over there, well, call Elton John. You got candle in the wind. <laughs> just take the candle outside or whatever. I don't right. know this real story behind it, but that's the way I see it. Mm-hmm. Um, I always put myself in the position where I'm like, I'm not passive, you know, I'm actively looking for inspiration, even in a setting where it seems like there's nothing. It's like, you just got to look around for that little shimmer and what, what's going to spark. Standing the... around or sitting around waiting for right. something else to happen, but there's yeah. always something going on. And so do you play just the guitar or nope. do you play other, what other instruments? I play bass as well and bass, drums. Which is a form of a guitar. Right. <laughs> a few and, less and strings. You... And then drums. So in the band, are you the guitarist, or are you? Uh, yeah. Mainly the guitarist. Mainly the guitarist. Sometimes I just take the take the axe off and grab the mic and, and just sing. And just sing. I really prefer it that way. Um, okay. But you know, I'm happy I can accompany myself. You know, so. Yeah. Well, and it's a good way to write songs, I assume. Oh, definitely. And do you use any other instruments to help you write songs, or is it really mainly the guitar? Or? I've done some stuff with piano. 
Okay. Um, but I'm not really, you know, I, I still, my, I'm working on my chops on piano. It's, it's been something that I've always wanted to get better at, but I was, you know, focused on my guitar, so in time. It's an easy instrument to play chopsticks on. Yeah. But then there's a long way to go from there, right? Oh, it's a long, <laughs> long way to go. Yeah. Yeah. I can play the Jaws theme. That's about it. Yeah, I think I got Smoke on the Water covered, you know, on the black keys. Yep, right. But, you know, like that green and blue song, that I was sitting at my girlfriend's grandfather's grand piano, the Triple G. Okay. (laughs) And it was a Christmas dinner, and I was just goofing around trying to be jazzy, you know, and all of a sudden, there's this melody that just came out of nowhere. And it just smelled like Christmas, you know, <laughs> and I was just, I just ran with it. And I didn't, I just didn't forget that one little riff and I was playing around with it on a MIDI keyboard. And then suddenly two hours later, there it was. There it was. Do you carry around a notebook or a phone yeah. or, I mean, how do you, when yeah. these ideas strike, how do you not lose them or forget about them? Or Sometimes they are lost. There's a lot of lost <laughs> ideas, you know, and and they're great ideas, and I honestly need to be more strict with writing stuff down, but most of the time I just carry around a little journal. Okay. And when I forget it and I have a, a great idea, I always, I always kick myself, or, or I'm like, come on, save it, come on, don't forget this <laughs> It'll come one. back, it'll come back. <laughs> right, but, and, and, you know, it probably will. Mm-hmm. It probably won't. <laughs> you never know. There's plenty Maybe of fresh ones. Maybe it's just in there you know? percolating and two years yeah. from now. Yeah, it's, all, it's kind of a gamble every time. And that's the best part of songwriting is like it's just uh, like you have to have a certain fascination with life to write mm-hmm. good songs. And like that, that like I was saying earlier, that active fascination right. is what just breeds like, oh, this would this I feel lovely. Let's write a song. I feel lovely today. Right. You know, something yeah. as simple as that. And you look outside and you're like, oh, this is nice weather. Let's write a song about something entirely different, you know? So you came out with an, was it a full album in 2017? Or, uh, or would you call it, I don't know if you call it, what's a full album, what's an EP anymore, but. Yeah, there, the Green and Blue came out recently, and then there was a Going to Atlantis project. Okay, that's what I saw. Yeah, and. That was. That was like my prototype. Okay. That was like my first ever t- like time being in a studio. Mm-hmm. And of course, I've seen documentaries on the greats working in there. And I was just in a little like dorm room studio, but I still felt like I was in Abbey Road. You know, I just took right. it so seriously. And those were some of the first songs I ever wrote. And, you know, for a prototype, I think it's not half bad, but mm-hmm. it's, sh- you know, looking back, it shows my, you know, my. Can my always go back and redo phase. some of those songs. Oh, absolutely. And so do you think the next bigger release you'll have is with this band? Or... Uh, I hope so. Okay. I hope so. I mean, right now I'm, I'm producing and arranging, composing everything on my own. Mm-hmm. So like anything you hear on Spotify, okay. I'm, I'm doing all the instruments and I'm, it's being mixed and engineered mm-hmm. by somebody else. But I'm hoping we can get this band together in the summer and come out with a full piece of music. Okay. I had another group in Massachusetts that we recorded a full EP in this beautiful studio and we're just waiting on the mix. 
you know and it's so been things could start popping out soon <laughs> things are things are always popping out yeah you know so do you release a lot of singles by yourself yeah. and, and do you find that's sort of the way they come out and, and they're ready to come out as a single or do you ever stop and you know and what makes you decide this is a single or i need to put something together as a group of songs i guess you know it just you have to have certain amount of songs finished Mm -hmm. and then you can listen to all of them in order and think oh do any of these accidentally tell a story that's Mm -hmm. kind of the way i think about it i don't really i want to do concept albums i haven't approached it like that Mm -hmm. yet where i'm like okay starting now this is going to be about a dream i had three years ago or whatever and i'm going to go into detail no it's more like if i have eight finished songs what four songs can be one EP and what four songs can be another, okay. you know? That's kind of the way I approach it. Okay. So we're getting near to the end of our time here. Wow. Before we finish <laughs> with a few songs. Yeah. Plug some social media. Are you playing anywhere locally? People, or even not locally, but are you playing anywhere where people can come see you? Yeah, I'm in July. I'm going to be at the Bean, the Radio Bean. Okay. Do you, and, do you know the specific date on that? Or yeah, I think I believe it's July fifteenth. Okay. July fifteenth at around eight or so. I think it's okay. a Friday. That's Friday pretty precise. Night. So that's good. Yep. And it's you know I I show up with my my little loop station. I have my laptop running, so you mm-hmm. get a full band feel. So um, do you build them build these loops as you go, or are they pre? Uh, some of them are some of them are pre-made. Some of them I build as I go. Mm-hmm. It's more fun when you build as you go, and the audience gets very very. I psyched. think that's an amazing thing to watch. Yeah, you know, it's right. like Reggie Watts. Yep. It's kind of like that, except, you know, less. <laughs> right. Less scatting. A, a different style is all. Yeah. But I've seen several looping things, and it's, I'm fascinated by it personally. Yeah, it's so much fun. It's so much fun. And then, where can people find you online? Find your music. Just Evan David Warner mm-hmm. on all social media platforms: so, Spotify, Apple Music, Facebook, Facebook, Instagram. It's all Evan David Warner. Okay. Just first, middle, last. Sounds great. Yeah. All right. So it's been a pl- real pleasure talking to you. Why don't you play us a couple more songs before you go? You can introduce them. You can introduce one stop and introduce the other whatever you want sure. to do here pleasure's all mine great <laughs> um thank you i'll play the song that's releasing tomorrow actually there's gonna okay. be there's gonna be a single released on spotify on it's spotify. called shine to share shine to share and uh you know it's funky great
got the courage to overcome all the obstacles. Shine and share, shine and share. Oh Lord, what you do to me when I hear your sweet voice on the groove machine? Sing my heart to sleep. Dream of all the sweet loving you could give to me. All the sweet loving you could give to me. All the sweet loving you could give to me. All the sweet loving you could give to me. All the sweet loving. On the edge, on the edge, I don't Yeah. I got the courage to overcome all the obstacles. Cause I'm on the edge, on the edge, all alone Got the courage to overcome all the obstacles Shine the shade, shine the shade That was Shine the Share by Evan David Warner. Would you like to play one more for us, or I suppose <laughs> I offered you I to would do love two. To. <laughs> That'd be great. Cool. Um, I'm getting a little bonus track here. This is, this is your encore here. Hmm, let's see here. A little little pressure to pick one out. It's another unreleased track, probably the next single. So this is a this is a big sneak peek. There you go. But uh, <laughs> you know this does become a podcast, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. That's fine. That's, that's fine. great. Hey, people stumble upon it and come up and see you and say, "Hey, I just heard this." Yeah. That's the best. That's lovely. <laughs> I want great. I want that. Yeah, exactly. And this one's called uh, "Moving to the City." Past the glass, I am a rolling stone, I'm on the road Been schooled, been fooled, been ridiculed Pack my bags, leaving home Oh, so dark on the highway now Spark that dot, exhale that cloud Gotta go, gotta go, can't get back The precious time she did and gone Moving to the city Moving to the city Stay a while, yeah. Move into the city. Move into the city. I won't stay a while. Asphalt, concrete, twilight, skyline. I'll be there when the sun rises. Whole lot of love in your eyes. Taking me back to the love light. Take me downtown where the streets crisscross. Gridlock, we'll get lost. Away from all the pressure and the pain, same at the home base. So I'm just moving to the city. Moving to the city. I think I'll stay a while. Yeah, moving to the city. Moving to the city. I wanna stay a while. Sleep so alive when I arrive Oh, like a waking dream I can pick you up and I can set you free Free, free, oh Moving to the city Moving to the city 
stay a while Moving to the city Thank you again, Evan David Warner, been our guest tonight on Rocket Shop Radio Hour. It's been a wonderful visit with you. Next week, I think Rocket Shop's taking a much-needed hiatus. We've been going gangbusters for quite a few weeks here. Uh, we'll be back May 22nd with the Larkspurs. I've been your host, Bob Cahoon, and good night. See you soon. Nighty-night.